Hello, my friends, and welcome to another moment. I am right back at you with some truth and some facts. And I truly hope your day is going well and full of love. But you know what, my friends? No matter what you do, someone won't be pleased. Someone will think your choices are wrong. And someone will have the nerve to tell you what you should do instead. No matter which path you take, someone will seem to be doing better. Someone will have more than you and someone else's life may look more impressive on paper. But listen up, my friends. If you are being true to yourself, I mean really true to yourself, none of that will matter because you'll have something more satisfying than approval and the illusion of success. A life that feels right for you, just you based on your own wants, needs, values, and priorities. And when you get to that stage, and only at that stage, you're living life instead of life living you. Well, I'm not going to get too philosophical on you today because I got to tell you some atrocities that's trying to go down on us as I speak. Once again, whiteness is trying to control us to their advantage. But we are not going to let it happen because we are awake. And the chains around our neck now are gold. What is going on in Mason, Tennessee, a small town that is predominantly black, is nothing more than a hostile takeover. The Tennessee Comptroller issued an unusual appeal last week to residents of this small majority black town, which occupies fewer than two square miles in rural West Texas. In my opinion, it's time for Mason to relinquish its charter. Comptroller Jason Mumford wrote in a letter mailed to each one of Mason's 1,337 property owners. Mumpower urged local residents to encourage your local officials to do what's necessary to allow Mason to thrive. There's no time to waste. Now, state comptrollers responsible for financial oversight of local government typically communicate directly with elected local leaders and not their constituents. And comptroller spokesman John Dunn said, It is unprecedented for us to publicly call for a town charter to be relinquished. Mason, located in the South eastern corner of Tipton County now finds itself with some of the most valuable real estate in Tennessee. It's one of the nearest towns to the massive new site to be built for Blue Oval City, a key component in Ford Motor Company's multi-billion dollar pivot 
to electric vehicle manufacturing. Mumford's letter has infuriated Mason's part-time elected officials, who insist they have no intention of ceding their town's 153-year-old charter, which would subsume the largely African-American majority Democratic community under the governance of Tipton County, which is predominantly white and Republican. I hope you're following me on this, my friends, because it is going to get very interesting. This is our home. We were born and raised here. The majority of the town is homegrown people that live here. Vice Mayor Virginia Rivers said he's trying to conquer and divide us. It's akin to a hostile takeover, and it's not hard to figure out why. Why now? Town leaders are accusing Mumpower and other state officials of bigfooting a long-ignored, largely black community now that a major investment is heading its way. You see, Mason was ignored until big money started coming its way. And Mason is 60% black and includes descendants of men, women, and children enslaved in the area before emancipation. For more than a century, the town was led by white elected officials. That changed in 2016 when fraud and mismanagement allegations led to the resignation of nearly all city hall officials, all of whom were white. Mason's current major, vice major, and five of his six aldermen are black. It's because the black people that are in office, said Rivers, who first became vice mayor in 2021. And it's because of all the places in the world Blue Oval could have selected, they selected here. There's no way Mason won't prosper and grow, and now they want to take it away from us. You see, Mason lies just five miles from the future site of Blue Oval City Ford Motor Company's 4,100-acre electric truck battery plant, landed by state officials last year with nearly $1 billion in taxpayer incentives. The operation is expected to generate 27,000 new jobs and $22 million annually in state taxes after its planned 2025 opening. So what's going on is that we have this small, predominantly black town that is located right near this huge Ford Motor Company factory that's coming in there. And they want the town to give up its charter and be swept up by another county that is all predominantly white and and all the officials would be white and it would be Republican. Highway 79, which links Blue Oval to Memphis, runs right past Mason's small central district, its city hall, fire station, police station, and abandoned gas station, and the remnants of a grocery store that burned down three years ago after a semi-truck veered through it. It also leads visitors to pit stops on off the beaten path foodery maps of the South. 
It is home to Gus's world-famous fried chicken, a small counter-serving black-owned restaurant that rose to fried chicken fame after Oprah Winfrey stopped by. Bozo's Hot Pit Barbecue, a half a block away, is a destination for barbecue fans. The white-owned restaurant was featured in the Johnny Cash biopic, Walk the Line. Exit 39, the new I-40 off-ramp slated to bring interstate traffic directly to Blue Oval City, lies four and one-half miles door-to-door from the town center. And CSX Railroad runs directly through the town on a route that will take it straight to the Blue Oval campus, where to house an estimated 33,000 temporary workers needed to construct the site, and the 27,000 permanent workforce needed when the plant opens in 2025, has been a central preoccupation for county and town mayors in Tipton, Haywood, and Fayette counties, all within commuting distance to Blue Oval's campus. Now, according to Mumpower, Mason's leadership is ill-equipped to manage the challenges and opportunities ahead. Can you believe that? We are not qualified enough to run a town that is next to this conglomerate that is about to be built. And he also had the nerve to say government isn't working for the people who live in Mason now. And people and companies are not going to invest in Mason. What he should have said is that they're not going to invest because it is predominantly black. The opportunity for growth is at their doorstep. And I don't want the people of Mason to lose that opportunity, he said. They are about to be bypassed if the city leaders don't make responsible decisions. It is that. It is a hostile takeover. And they don't want the officials at this new plant to have to deal with black people in the town of Mason. That being black city officials. Mumford points to a 20-year history of physical mismanagement including two major fraud investigations that resulted in criminal indictments. He also points to a history of physical accounting challenges that include town officials missing their annual audit deadlines each year since 2001. The physical disclosures for the past two years are running late. Between 2004 and 2016, Mason's financials were in such a disarray they were unaudible. Mason also had the highest property tax rate in Tipton County. Funds used in large part to employ 26 employees on the town's payroll. Mason operates its own water and gas utilities. City officials have been transferring utility payments into the general operating fund to cover expenses, contrary to Tennessee law. The state's Water and Wastewater Financing Board is currently investigating.
At the board's last meeting, it threatened to subpoena city officials. And the recent closure of the West Tennessee Detention Facility, one of the biggest taxpayers in Mason, will only make the situation worse, according to the comptrollers. The facility operated by Cork Civic closed down under Biden's administration rule, barring private operators from housing federal prisoners. I'm not sure there's a full understanding of operating a town, Mumpower said. Mumpower has offered an ultimatum. Either city officials decide to rescind its charter, bringing Mason under the authority of the Tipton County government, or the Comptroller's Office will take full financial control, overseeing the town's budget with the authority to approve any expenditure of $100 or more. The latter would also certainly lead to budget cuts, benefit cuts, and possible layoffs in city government. Mumpower bristled at Rivers' suggestion that race is playing a role in the state's approach. It's offensive and difficult to respond to such a short-sighted comment as that, he said. On Thursday, a standing room-only crowd of Mason's residents cramped into the pews and stood leaning against the walls of Cedar Grove Missionary Baptist Church at a meeting called by city officials to address Mumpower's criticism. Now it is the time for you to hear the rest of the story, Rivers said. Don't sign away your charter. Keep your rights. Rivers said elected officials were completely blindsided by the comptroller's statements. Mason is in a deep hole, she said, but the roots of the hole trace back to fraud and mismanagement that occurred during previous administrations and that current administrations had made progress in fixing. In 2011, a former Mason clerk pleaded guilty to embezzling $100,000. In 2016, a former public works superintendent was indicted by Tipton County Grand Jury after investigators discovered he had paid himself an extra 600000 between 2007 and 2015. The town's financial problems stretched back even further. A 2001 state examination of the town finances found numerous accounting errors in tax and court collections. This administration inherited half a million dollars in debt, Rivers said. In 2015, after fraud allegations emerged, nearly the entire town's government resigned leaving a newly elected junior alderman, Gwen Kirkpatrick, to resume the office of mayor. Kilpatrick became the city's first black mayor. Since then, the city's leadership has remained largely African-American. Since then, Rivers said, city officials have to pair the town's debt that occurred during prior administrations while planning for a future with parks, paved streets, and a new code department. 
infrastructure improvements and beautification projects. In the past three years, city finance officials have completed five of its past due financial audits. By the end of this year, they expect to be caught up. So black people are cleaning up the mess that whiteness did to this town. And now they want the town to hand over its charter to white Tipton County. Of the 26 people on the town's payroll, six are part-time leadership employees, including the mayor, vice mayor, and aldermen, who collectively earn just $1,100 per month. The remainder of the employees, police, fire, utility, and public works, keep basic city infrastructure running. It's kind of hard to go through this and not be recognized as a city that's trying to progress, River says. It seems like no matter what we do, we're knocked down. Why didn't they hold the previous administration responsible? Town officials won't cede their charter, and they plan to fight any effort to take over the cities financially, River said. And she told the residents they are enlisting outside help. Gloria Sweetlove, president of Tennessee State Conference, NAACP, said she showed up at the town meeting to offer support and to marshal resources. You are in a nice little spot, a sweet spot, and a lot of people want your land, Sweet Love said. If you need to fight, I will fight with you. Don't sign away your charter. Keep your rights. The comptroller initiated a public airing of the dispute, releasing its letter to residents to reporters statewide. But county officials with outside assistance have begun their own counter-messaging. Will black people's land be stolen in Tennessee again? A headline in the Tennessee Tribune, a statewide black paper, read last week. Mumpower is equally preparing to act, and he said citizens of Mason's has nothing to worry about if they decide to rescind their charter. What are they holding on to, Mumpower said. My heartfelt request is to let us help you. A church is not a building. The community of Mason is not the city charter. It's the people. There will still be a community of Mason. Oh yeah, there will be a community of Mason. Otherwise, a community of black people a neighborhood, no longer a city of its own, to be run by whiteness once again. You see, my friends, once again, whiteness wants to rule over us. They don't think that we have the capacity or the ability to run a town that is close to this billion-dollar company that's coming in. There'll be a lot of jobs. There'll be a lot of business opportunities for black people. And that will give black people power. And that's what whiteness does not want. Because power is king. And they don't want the Ford Motor Company having to deal with black mayors and black towns. I can imagine if it was black people 
that embezzled and destroyed the finances of this town, that they would not be in jail at this very moment. So you see, that's white privilege at its best. My friends, I've got to go, but before I go, I've got to tell you something. Our history is not just the past, because tomorrow, today, will be our history. And armed with the knowledge of our past, we can, with confidence, charter a course for our future. Culture is an indispensable weapon in the freedom struggle. We must take hold of it and forge the future with the past. Until next time, it's been my honor.